Welcome to Leading with a Brave Heart, a podcast that helps professional women build the confidence to lead with their hearts, to lead with confidence and compassion. I am Michelle Johns and my mission is to help you find your voice, that voice inside you that has the potential to transform your career and open up new opportunities. I'm so excited that you are here. Now on to the show. feedback you can get is from yourself. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you would have heard this before. I mentioned this in the episode on how to respond to feedback. I have that in season one, episode three in the season on my lessons in the corporate world. So you could go back and listen to that another time if you like. I also have an episode on how to bring self-reflection into your life, the art of self-reflection, season two, episode four. I've put all of this in the show notes below and this is a key practice to help you to um, give yourself feedback so if you need to go back and listen to that so you can bring that practice into your life you could do that before listening to this or you can just do that afterwards as well. In this episode I will share a method you can use to give yourself feedback to give that practical feedback and how to decide what actions you want to take or could include in your plan for your personal or professional growth. So to bring this to life, I'll work through a relevant example uh, throughout this episode. So my example will be for people uh, going to go for a role to lead a team for the first time, or um, if you've just started leading a team, I'll put that lens over, over this episode. So Whatever it is, it could be for you going for your next promotion or a new career or a new job. You would want to look at what skills you might need for that new role. You may look at a um, job description and what we find here is that often men will look at that job description and go, oh, I can do 40% of that. I'll learn the other 60% on the job. And often... I know for myself and other women I speak to, we will be looking to be able to do 100% before we will even go for the job. And we may, you know, go in a little bit scared at 80%. And so firstly, um, we want to look at that job and think we, we don't want to match 100% on these skills. We want to give ourselves room to grow and to, you know, um, fulfill some potential but it's good to know where you are. So it might be when you're looking to change careers or or looking for that next job. You might like to give yourself feedback on whether you can do this role or a percentage of it, I guess. So the example I'm going to give is if you're maybe an employee today and you want to lead a team in the next role that you're going for. So What you might do is make a list of the leadership skills that you need and the leadership qualities that you need. And then once you've got that list laid out, you want to look at yourself objectively and and assess where you are in terms of each of those particular skills and qualities and compare it to where you want to be. 
Now, remembering that job description example I gave, remembering that where you want to be in three months or six months, however much time you're giving yourself to prepare for this role, um, where you need to be in that period of time, not necessarily where you want to be in 2025. So thinking of it in that context. So the way I like to uh, share this with people to do that assessment of themselves is is a little bit of a um, not so much looking at that skill and then going okay what how would I rank myself against that skill I think of it in terms of three things firstly ability secondly motivation and thirdly confidence so I'll walk through some instructions on how you might like to do this from a practical sense. So if you're taking notes, this might be the time to get the pen out. So put all of your skills and qualities or whatever it is on the left-hand side of the page, of a page or in your notes or on your whiteboard, and then put three new columns across the top, labeled ability, motivation, and confidence. And then if you, you, what I tend to do is just do a score out of 10 just to keep it easy because then we know like if we're nine where you know it's really a high score and we feel really sure about it if it's five we know it's middle of the range and if it's zero or one then you know we've got a lot of work to do maybe to feel uh, that we have um, whatever it is that we need whether it's a, we'll go into the ability motivation and confidence in a moment so we would then uh, score each of these her skill. So I would uh, usually guide people to go skill by skill so you can assess the ability, motivation and confidence and be in that present with that skill or that quality one at a time. So going through the three things that you need to, to assess um, can create some awareness for yourself about what comes easy to you what inspires you and what inner beliefs you have about any of the skills that you've um, put down or any of the qualities you think you need for this new role. Now to go through um, and pick out these skills and and qualities that you can if it if you are interested in the leadership side that I'm talking about today the last episode I did was on leadership skills but if it's some other job that you're going for like I said you look at the job description or you may list your own skills down from your own um, knowledge I guess so for each of these skills let's go through ability motivation and confidence so firstly starting with ability simply ask yourself do I feel capable to do this and then give yourself that score out of 10 And then for motivation, the question you want to ask yourself is, do I feel excited by the opportunity to do this? And give yourself a score once again. Now, if I share a little example here with motivation, just to show the difference between ability. So ability might be, um, you know, a something like being able to present in front of a large group 
or it could be um, how to put a budget together because as a team leader you might have to do the budgeting as well and and you might give yourself a score with motivation it's whether you feel excited about doing it so do you feel excited about getting involved in the budgets do you feel excited about presenting in front of a large group now for for my when I first went into my first leadership role if I asked myself if I felt motivated by um, managing conflict or dealing with difficult people situations where there was um, any sort of conflict my motivation for that was very low because I really don't like conflict so that was so if I ask myself that first question or sorry the second question what do I feel excited about the opportunity to do this I would have put zero to one no not at all and then that Help, um, helps me to understand that it's going to take me maybe more energy to do that. So then asking myself the confidence question for each skill that we're going through, I would ask, what does my gut say or my inner voice say about how I've assessed this skill? And then asking myself if any when I ask myself this, what emotions come up or any thoughts or beliefs about it? Because this can help you to identify any self-limiting beliefs. So this third question is less of a assessment of, you know, out of one from zero to 10. This one is really to identify the emotions that come up when you think about this particular skill also how you've assessed yourself so the reason I did the conflict example one for myself was that if I really thought about my what does my gut and inner voice say about how I've assessed this and what's coming up for me what emotions are coming up for me here I would have said I don't like conflict and I think I even just said that I would have said um, that I feel uncomfortable with conflict. I, I, because, you know, I have this belief that, um, everyone should be nice to each other. And so it really can dig into what's underneath this, 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 um, assessment of myself or this lack of motivation or, or thoughts that I'm not able to do it because in the ability section, I probably had that really low as well. And this is where it can bring front of mind things that you might need to work on in terms of the way you see things, your beliefs and your thoughts. And this third one is a a little more in the feminine side. So leaning in, I guess (laughs) you might say, into that feminine style and just let the feelings flow out and see what comes. Whereas the first two we're assessing quite in a masculine way so we're giving ourselves a score out of 10 so this one just really helps round it out to understand if there's anything underneath it if I was to say I don't like conflict um, I can't deal with conflict very well it was some of that wasn't true because when I dug into it because I'm able to see both sides 
I can be empathetic. So I could always be empathetic to um, the situation each person might be in if there's a conflict between two people. Um, The other thing that came up for me was the word conflict. So often it's not actually conflict. It's differences of opinion or ideas. And when I let go of the word conflict in a lot of situations and replaced it with something else like um, different opinions, different ideas and so on, then it was easier to have, you know, the right conversations when I did lead a team. And it did take me a while, but if I'd done this sort of exercise early on, I might have been able to bring out some of that earlier. So if you can apply that across all of your skills and see what you can do about some of these, you may even come and have some moments of awareness when you do this exercise. So once you've done the exercise and and that last question, the confidence one, it's hard to walk you through that one in a podcast, but you can um, see what comes up for you there and you may be able to work through some already. Now, in terms of where you are at this point of doing the exercise, you will then look across and see what you can do about each of these skills. Because depending on each area um, that you're lacking, say the ability or the motivation, will, will mean you could take a different action. So rather than using a broad brush solution across all of the skills you want to develop, you can apply a different approach to each one. So it helps you break it down easier because if it's ability, it's something you could learn and then apply. So you could get some training, you might get some experience. If it's motivation, it could be more about your natural style or instinct and it doesn't light you up to do those things. So it's going to take you more energy to either learn how to do this or to do it when you get into that role. So it's a good awareness to have because if you have a lot of those skills down the page and you have a lot of low marks on your motivation, I would be asking myself, is this really the right job for me? It's going to take me a lot of energy, not only to the ability might be higher, so I don't need to learn, but it's going to take me a lot of energy to do that role. So this really helps you identify um, if there's too many motivation, low motivation, is it really the right thing? Or is it the fact that at the moment I'm just not very motivated because I'm Um, feeling stuck or I'm um, you know low in resilience or something's going on for you in your personal life so it's really helpful to identify that and if you see lots of motivation of high then it's a real sign that you're excited about this job that you're going for or this job that you have aspirations for and if it's this example leading a team it shows that you're really made to be a leader and to do this so Looking down again at motivation, it could bring out, is it something you really want to do or is it a fear? And so if you've got low in motivation, you just want to check and lead on to the final assessment you did about confidence, because if it's giving your stomach butterflies or you're breaking out in a sweat thinking about it or your heart rate starts escalating, it could be that you're feeling like you're not capable, it's out of reach. So it could be that mindset thing we talked about. So when we think things are hard to do the first time, we have to come to the, I guess, to come to terms with the fact that it's normal to feel this way when you first do something. 
And that brings me back to the start where I was talking about the job description and thinking about leaving yourself a bit of room to get uncomfortable and grow into your new role or into your first leadership role. So you can work on that confidence factor by getting comfortable with those emotional responses that came up for you during the exercise and identifying that they might come up when you're in the actual role doing those things and to start to get familiar with that and know that you're going to experience that. Now, if it's really overwhelming, this may be a sign that you need to do some coaching or it's not practical for you to go into that role right now because your resilience isn't isn't at its best. So it might be time to focus on building your ability in some areas so that you can feel a bit more confident. So you could work on your confidence with a mentor or a coach, or you could work on the ability first. So it might just be about, okay, what do I do first? Maybe I do work on the ability a bit to build up my um, self-belief and so on, and then move on to some of the other areas. So it's all going to be a very personal thing. And each of the possible new skills that you that you want, what are the actions that you want to take first? So hopefully that's helping so far. So let's break it down again. We'll go back to ability. For ability, you're likely to be doing something like training. Um, and the first step might just be to go and research what courses you'd like to do. It could be about reading or re- researching and then experimenting at work. So if talk about um, the ability to do your own budgets. It could be a bit of research around what that means. Then it could be talking to someone in your finance team to help you. If it's about presentation skills, it might be researching a method of storytelling and then experimenting with that in some smaller groups where you get to present. And then if it's about motivation rather than ability that you're you're scoring low, and it's not everything, it's just a few things and you know it's going to take you a bit more energy, maybe you can, with the motivation, when you could talk to a mentor or someone who's been there in that role before to help you with how they manage those sort of challenges. So when I talked about for myself about not being motivated to deal with conflict, speaking to a mentor on getting some real life examples and experience on how to deal with those situations. And that's what I did in my career. I really spoke to mentors about how to manage that and have how to have some practical processes around it and not just emotions. And um, I was definitely struggling with those situations and that was something a mentor really helped with. So that then... Um, leads into the confidence area and that's where I talked about you might want to get a coach to work you through those limiting beliefs or now that you've got the awareness of it it could be about journaling doing that self-reflection creating some positive mantras for you um, for yourself could be talking to your family friends or colleagues because I think there's people around you that believe in you more than you do and just talking to them can really help you with your limiting beliefs and help you to believe in yourself it could be reading inspiring books like Brene Brown or listening to podcasts that are really inspiring so just to share one of my own examples 
I am, if anyone knows me really well, I'm an extrovert. And as a leader, you need to be an active listener, like really good active listening. So even when I'm at my best, I'm probably not as good as the most self-aware introvert. That is, it takes me more energy for me to really clear my mind and try not to relate to the person, try not to give my experience or my advice and to really listen, listen to someone. So for me, that was about um, experience and practice. So it was making sure that I had that I spent time practicing it and being really present and listening and and really at first mindfully not butting in with all my advice or <laughs> or all of my um, relatable stories. So because that takes me more energy, it's making sure that I have other outlets to give advice and to recognize when it's appropriate to provide advice and when listening is what's needed. So you know from this podcast that I'm a coach, but I have this podcast so that I can provide my experience and advice and I can talk as much as I want in these podcasts. And then when I'm coaching, I'm more of an active listener and it's a nice balance for me. Uh, when it comes to, I guess, uh, the training aspect, choosing when it's appropriate or when you really need to do another course or another uh, certification or another MBA or whatever. So being sure that it's the right thing for the right skill or gap that you have. So just to finish up, I hope that this episode is helping you think about what you might need if you're going for a new role, your first leadership role, you're getting ready for a promotion and it provides you a little bit of a way to provide yourself your own feedback and your own assessment. And then you can use all this information that you've scribbled down or maybe you'll do it a bit later and to create you a, a roadmap for how you can develop your skills or, you know, just tighten up your experience. So have an awesome day and I'll catch you next time.